Good morning, everybody. 5 a.m. Be Real Connections. Talking about stuff on my way to work. It's getting a little better out each morning. Uh, yeah, I guess it's 26 out, so is that much better? It's still cold. I mean, if you have to have the heater in your car at 82, then it's probably still cold this morning. What I'm going to say? Chilly. Although all I have is a zip-up on, so I'm not a coat person. I don't like coats. They're big. They're bulky. I like sweatshirts during the winter and zip-up hoodies. It's easier. Plus, you just wear it all the time. Wear it outside because it's cold. Then you get inside. It's still comfortable. Still want to wear it. All cuddly cozy. Love it. Wonderful. Works out. But I'm still cold. <laughs> Alright, so this morning, let's let's chit-chat. I don't know if you guys have uh, have seen this little ditty that came out. I think it dropped like I don't know, maybe 19 hours ago. Something like that. Uh, the Pokemon theft ring that was uh, going on. <laughs> so apparently, if you guys haven't read the article or a article, uh, there's two guy and a gal um, in Jacksonville uh, got busted for uh, felony larceny, product code fraud, and felony conspiracy uh, is what the charges were on this. Pokemon cards. For this theft on there, they were apparently uh, doing a little uh, barcode replacement on there, um, and I just think it's funny. Granted, it's you know I, I think they I mean they were charged with this, and maybe it was at a five thousand dollar unsecured bond, and. It, I just think it's funny that it, this is this is Pokemon based. This is where our uh, you know community. This is where our collecting has gone. And let's see. I'm trying to see if there's uh... yeah. I don't. I don't the, it's a very short article, and it doesn't have a lot in it. But I just thought this would be a good time to discuss the ridiculousness of this. So you're going to get charged with felony conspiracy, larceny, uh, product code fraud, because you're trying to uh, get some high value cards for cheaper price, pretty much. Which... Let's be honest, we'll be real here for a second. We'd all love the high value card that minimal price, but not enough to be jailed for it. I mean, it's it's bad enough that we have, we're in the situation that we're in right now where product is scarce. You have scalpers and yeah, scalpers. I don't know what else you want to call everybody else, but you know, busting up prices, crazy. I mean, I, I, and I'll, I, 
we'll just, I know we circle back to this throughout the season here on these episodes, but it's such a huge deal. And my wife just asked me last night, because tomorrow should be the dropping of the Shining Fates uh, collection boxes with Dragon Ball and Crobat and stuff. Now, they should, the MSRP, $39.99. Okay, so that's your suggested retail, and that's that would be what we would like to pay for it. And then she must have found on eBay or maybe Instagram or Facebook. I don't know where she found it. Uh, but somebody already has acquired these boxes and are selling them for $100 a piece. And I'm going, Ooh. Ooh, that is a lot. I mean, granted, I I understand it to some degree where you can, you know, bolster the price a little bit and go, hey, there is no supply. I have supply. You want it. You can't get it. Now, instead of the $39.99, I'm taking it to $100. And you're going, man, do I want it that bad? In most inst instances, people know you do not want it that bad. Be patient. Supply and demand is a, you know, it, it seems very cut and dry, but it's, it's more cut and dry with necessities, you know? And Pokemon is obviously not a necessity. And at this juncture, you can sit and go, you know what? I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait on that. I don't need it for a hundred bucks. I don't need it for a hundred bucks. And as that seller sits there and goes, holy crap, nobody's biting on this. Well, I gotta I gotta I gotta drop the price. Well, I gotta drop the price. I gotta drop the price. I gotta get some money back. I gotta make some of my money back. I was thinking I could make uh, double my investment here and it's not happening because people are banding together, which is what we should be doing. It's banding together and not letting people like crush this hobby right now because they're taking advantage of the scarcity of the product. We should just hold off and go, I can wait. I can wait a little bit. I can wait. Plus, see, this is this is the problem. Right now, there's a shortage because people are obviously buying it all up at once because some places are just not, uh, they haven't implemented any structure to their card buying. You know, obviously Meyer and Target have done some new things. I think Walmart's still lagging behind. I don't know all the other places uh, that do this, but it, and that's the other thing. And well, I'll start back. Uh, ooh, sound like that press secretary. Oof. Um, they they're still going to be printing these modern cards. So if you remember correctly, not too long ago, Pokemon Company said, "Hey, we're gonna start. We gotta start upping production. We're gonna make sure there's more cards. We're gonna make sure there's more supply. So it shouldn't be a big deal from the supply standpoint. We just want." A lot of people want instant gratification and want those cards. I want them right now. I want the shiny face right now. I gotta have it. No, you don't. Just wait. The product will come back out. 
Now it's different. Here's where it differs. Vintage cards and stuff, they're not producing those anymore. So the demand is still high on those, and the supply is, it's, it's got a finite amount. This is what it is. You can't get any more. You could probably end up getting less because who knows what people are doing with the cards or whatever, but they're not, there's no production in that anymore. Modern cards we're seeing right now with all this, you know, investing and, you know, price hiking and all this junk, and we're thinking that it's going to, like, go by the wayside. Well, no, 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 no. Just like Vivid Voltage. Vivid Voltage, they printed a certain amount, they went, holy crap, ran out, and now they're trying to get those numbers back up so they can finish the allocation all these places. I mean, I got I got a place where we're still waiting on a booster box, and they're like, we haven't got it yet. We're waiting on it. It's going to come. You just got to hold tight. You know, and I'm like, eh, it's kind of meh, but whatever. They're going to keep printing that. That's one of the one of the modern sets where they're just going to go, hey, we got to keep going with this. So to buy it at some ridiculous price when usually you're sitting here booster boxes between 90 and 120 for sure but now vivid voltage is 212 or more or whatever it's at right now i check you know amazon and other places periodically and i'm it's usually over 200 and i'm like nah, i don't need it that bad especially when you're looking at one chase card in there unless you're making a master set. But again, this is what we can do as a community is just to go, we're not going to buy it right now. We're gonna wait until the product comes out. And as long as these stores are starting to, uh, you know, implement these structured systems to where you're only getting one of each kind or the virtual lines or whatever it is, anything that is deterring the scalpers from just coming in and you know pocketing everything before anybody can get anything is great and I think we just need to wait until those uh, you know new policies for the stores and cards are really in place and have definitely you know seen to make a difference because I think that'll be I think it's a good thing and I think we'll start to see more people be able to get product at retail price now, backtrack. When we're talking about these two fraudulent people doing this stuff, these are the kind of people that ruin the hobby and ruin everything for other people. And it's also, in, in my opinion, I think a gateway into other people starting to do, you know, more crazy things for Pokemon. Obviously, there's value there. I mean, we can't deny that there is a high price tag on some, oh, well, not some, but a lot of vintage cards. There's high price tag on modern cards. And there's going to be a point where we're going to probably be seeing more <laughs> theft and more type of things like what they're doing, which... You know, I've, I've never seen that before where they're, you know, doing some barcode swapping, some bait and switch action to get a lower price on on cards and stuff. 
but when there is a product like this that is well that can generate a lot of income through selling people will take extreme measures and start to do uh, there's no better way of putting it other than criminal activity uh, to, to gain something from it you know and part of that is just really sad I mean really sad because it, it if you, I'm looking at it from a collector standpoint, but we often forget, I and I think we do, maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of people often forget that this is actually, that this is a card game. This is a card game that actually has very large turnouts for tournaments and the world championships and I know something, a uh, news headline just came up that they were allowing Australia to start uh, play again because we've been, obviously, COVID's kind of shut stuff down, but, uh, so that was kind of cool. But this is actually, a, there's a large, large following of people that are actually playing this competitively. And when you have people that start doing things like this where they're, you know, snatching up these high-value cards for, you know, obviously their own resale purposes. And obviously that's from a collector standpoint, but then you have the people that are, you know, scalping. You have also, and then I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but we talked to, you know, uh, Meyer the other day, and obviously tomorrow they're starting their implementation of the 3 p.m. Uh, card buying time. But one of the other reasons they were doing it, not just so much from the scalping standpoint, but people were actually stealing the cards right out of the boxes. You know, they open them up on the shelf, snatch the cards, and a lot of times they weren't even, like, taking the whole pack. It was like, I'm going to take the cards out, I'm going to take the pack and rip it open and see if there's a good card in it, and then I'm just going to leave the rest of the bulk there because I, I don't want it. I just want the high value card that's potentially in it. So I can see where, I mean, and, and this just goes back to what, what are people doing? Are we to this point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to do something I shouldn't be doing. I'm going to rip some cards open. I'm going to ruin it for other people because I'm too self-centered to where I want, I, I need this for me. I got, I got to have this card. I got to find this card. I got to sell these cards. Whatever it is, I mean, th this this hobby, this card game should not be brought down to this level where we are ordering on the criminal side of it just to get cards or just to get a chase card or just to turn a huge profit. I mean, this is... It's supposed to be enjoyable and fun for everybody. You know? You got people that are missing out on cards that are competitive players. And you got people that can't get their kids any cards because adults, and not saying that adults can't participate in this because we love doing it at our, you know, in our family. But, um, I mean, it's like the McDonald's thing. I'm going to go buy a case of these McDonald's cards 
and then kids are getting Thomas the Tank Engine and like a, I don't know, they probably got those old beanie baby small ones from like years ago that they could never get rid of, so you probably toss those into a happy meal. But I don't think, and maybe they do realize it, maybe they don't care, but if you're doing something like that for yourself and not realizing that it is hurting somebody else in turn, I, I think you gotta look at yourself and maybe uh, reprioritize your life. I mean, I just to me, to me, when we go, when we go, and if we find product and there's like no limit on it, we never take it off. We never do. Even when we are at our car shop, they're like, hey, it's two per person, blah, 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 blah. And we always bring our kids with us. And they're like, well, your kids can count as customers too. And we're like, eh, that's all right. We'll sit, we'll let other people, we'll let other people get them. Because we don't want to snatch everything. Just because we have four people in our group doesn't mean we need to have four items we can take for being the white or however you want to divide it up, the two kids, and then save the rest for other people. I don't want to be that person that's like, look at that jerk that took all the stuff. I don't be that guy. I want everybody to enjoy, you know. And granted, I'll, I'll, I'll be real with you, <laughs> I would love to take it all. <laughs> there are times where I'm like, man, I would just love to take every single box, tin, uh, case, whatever, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not about that life. And I think, you know, it, it's good to see that, you know, people get busted for this kind of thing like those two in Jacksonville did because at least we're taking or somebody is taking this serious enough to go, you know, I mean, granted, I don't know what cards they didn't disclose, what cards they nabbed, or how much money they, you know, spent, uh, you know, contrasted to how much they made, or whatever, I, I don't know those specifics, I didn't see those specifics, but I'm assuming when the article says, I, or, uh, they switched out barcodes for high-value cards, I'm thinking, like, thousands of dollars, and I'm not thinking chump change of, ah, it was 100 bucks, and they got it for, you know, 20 which could still be a lot to some people, or, you know, whatever, but I, I don't think that, I'm thinking they were in the thousands and up category, and it's a lot of money, I'm sure, and I'm glad they're not just, like, pushing it off and going, ah, it's Pokemon cards, who cares? Like, if this was a major company and somebody was laundering money and they got hundreds of thousands of dollars, then we might look into this a little more seriously, but this is just Pokemon cards, ah, who cares? Well, I think people, you know, nationally, probably globally, are seeing that there's this large investment into trading cards in general, Pokemon being, uh, you know, a front runner, and to take these types of 
uh, crime seriously would, I, I would hope, would deter people from, you know, causing any more trouble. Just like what Meyer's doing, they're seeing the theft, and yeah, Meyer could look at it and go, you know what, that pack is, you know, $4.59. We can eat that, who cares? They, you know, we're, we're, we're a huge company. We make a ton of money on all this stuff. Four nine, you know, four ninety five is not gonna break us by any means. But they've seen enough of it now, where they're going. You know what? We got we got to cage this up. We got to cage this up. We got to start uh, limiting, you know, who gets what. We gotta we gotta regulate this a little better, which is good. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen. Uh, not not every Walgreens. But we have a couple Walgreens uh, near us, and they have a plastic uh, locked case around all their trading cards, and you have to get an associate to come and unlock it so that you can get product. You can't just take it off the off the shelf anymore. And some of you might be like, Walgreens carries cards. Yeah, they do. You need to check some obscure places. Walgreens. Dollar Generals, uh, Rite Aid, CVS. I mean, those places. You might you might end up finding a banger somewhere. You might be like, oh man, did voltage hangers here? No way. Granted, from what I've seen, tidge more expensive than what you might get at like a Meyer or a local card shop. Tidge more expensive, but. That could be because they don't carry a lot of stock to begin with. I mean, anytime I've seen it, there's really, you know, a few few hangers, and it's in, like, their small toy section, you know, next to the dollar G.I. Joe or whatever it is, or it's on, you know, right by the register on an end cap. So it's not like they're just advertising like crazy like hey i got these pokemon cards nah they're just like hey you're you're in right aid you might want something like this aha except it's 6.95 instead of your 4.95 do you want it well yeah i do can't find it anywhere else and then dollar general don't sleep on the dollar packs i don't know if you saw me in uh me and evie girl 98 uh rip a ton of those got full arts out of them. I mean, they're only three cards, and yeah, you more than likely need to buy a large sum of those to pull that kind of stuff, but I mean, those places, those places don't, you, you would think, being like Dollar Store, Rite Aid, yada yada, Walgreens, whatever, that they would have a little more, like, criminal activity, maybe, because they're just small smaller stores you really i mean how many people are in that store maybe one or two at the most so you don't have a lot of exposure being caught or whatever it is but those ones actually i think because they don't carry a lot of the inventory and they're obscure places to find them that they don't have a lot of that kind of traffic going through but 
I just, it just bums me out that we got to see this kind of stuff. And, you know, we got to, here I'm, you know, initially partially thinking like, oh man, Meyer's just on top of stuff. They know what's going on. Well, yeah, they see what's going on from people snatching up all the stuff, but they've coupled it with theft. And then you go, yeah, I've seen that before. I mean, we've seen boxes open before. We've seen those, uh, like the little lunch pail ones open before. Um, and, th- and that's, that's junk. When you, see, when you see that in person, you just kind of go, man, like wh- why are you, you're that hard up where you can't buy something or you're just totally morally okay being like, yeah, I can wreck this for everybody else. It's just junky people. Be good, be good, be kind, be courteous. Everybody's life would be so much better if we just all helped each other and we're all nice to each other and all considered what our actions would do to everybody else. And I'm saying this, and I know that I can't always follow that uh, all the time. I am human, you know, I am flawed for sure. But, I mean, for the most part, we should be making a conscious effort. I mean, if you look at, you know, the Pokemon community, especially on Instagram, I don't know so much about on uh, on Facebook. Facebook is very, very suspect to me. You know, there's a, there's a lot more, I feel like there's a lot more uh, selling on Facebook and a lot more um, price hikes and like absurdity on there opposed to Instagram. Instagram seems more, more for lack of a better term, like family oriented. Like we're a Pokemon family. Let's help each other out. I'm not going to charge you this much. Let's trade. Let's do this and do that. And we'll all be happy. And that's great. That's how it should be. But we don't always get what we want. The world is flawed for sure. And we get this junk where people are stealing and cutting prices and who knows what else. I mean, there's probably a lot more going out there that we don't know about that's, you know, sketchy. But another time, I'm sure. Well, I am out at work enjoying the time. Everybody, have a safe day. Enjoy your day. And we'll catch you next time.